Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to High Noon Prayer. You're listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry Afternoon Prayer and Scripture. Welcome, 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 welcome. I am your host, Evangelist Portia McIver, along with my co-host and producer of this program, Sister Stephanie Pritchett. And we welcome you all today, this February 26th, beautiful, sunny, cold day in February. We thank God for another day that we've never seen, and we just welcome you all. Um, We're going to have Sister Stephanie to come with our prayer list after I um, come out of the opening prayer. Then we will go into scripture. You can see the title, that precious rock of offense. And you all who are saved, you know who that is. We're coming from Romans 9, but first we're going to go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for another day. God, we ask you to bless each and every one that joins us live on this live audio, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We, oh, Lord, pardon your name, Father. We just thank you for being who you are, for being King of kings and Lord of lords. Hallelujah. We thank you for that rock of offense, hallelujah, that you talk about in Romans 9, hallelujah. He is called the rock of offense or the cornerstone, hallelujah, that man called Jesus, that son called Jesus, our Savior, hallelujah, for Gentiles and Jews, Greek, Indian, Russian, our Savior, hallelujah, and we thank you for them, for indeed, to us who know him, he is not a rock of offense. But to them that don't know him, yeah, he is a rock of offense. But, Lord, we thank you for him. Hallelujah. Let your people understand what you're trying to tell them through Romans 9. Lord, thank you for waking me up early this morning and giving me that scripture to go in. Hallelujah. We need to understand what's going on around us. Lord, we thank you. We ask you to bless us all, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Okay, we're going to bring on Sister Stephanie. Our prayer list, we have um, James Russell, Maretta Link, the Hazley family, Tisha Davidson family, Lennon Owens, 
Edna Park, Richard Robertson, Keith Cavey, The Bass Family, Remy Holmes, Emery Holmes, Diane Holmes, Russ Wagner, Diane Wagner, her granddaughter Abby Roberts, daughter Abby, and granddaughter Mackenzie, Malik Rose, and, and Alberto Wilson. We have, if you have a prayer request, leave it at our website, reachingatmassesministry.com. Go on and contact and leave your prayer request there, or email us at reachingatmassesmediaministry at gmail.com and leave your prayer request there. Thank you. Amen. We thank God for our uh, announcer today, and we ask you to keep all the names in mind. Amen. Hallelujah. And as she says, we have a prayer request. Just reach us at our website at reachingthemassesministry.com and go under contact and leave your prayer request, your comment, your praise report. That's the easiest way to do it. Reaching the masses ministry.com or in the contact and leave what you need to leave. Amen. Also, we have a YouTube page. Go on the YouTube page and give us a thumbs up because the more thumbs up we get, the more people can hear the message of God. Be a disciple maker. Go on our YouTube page and give us a thumb up. And if you have not subscribed to it, you get the same thing as you do here on Periscope and on um, Facebook and all the other platforms we are on. You get the same thing, but I'm trying to get it out even further. So if you like it, like it on any one of them that causes it to go out further. And if you want to share it, share it and ask them to share it and ask them to share it. We're trying to get the word out so that the word can get out. Amen. God uses his preachers, his evangelists, his ministers, his teachers, all of us, his apostles, his prophets, to get the word out, hallelujah, get his word out so that man won't be lost. So be a part of it. Amen. Don't be uh, just a certain listener. Be a participator. Take it. And go on my YouTube, give me thumbs up, give me many of them, so that algorithm can make it go out further, further, and further, and further. All of you in every country, let this message go out. Let these messages go out as far as they can go out to the ends of the earth. Amen. Not because of me, but because it's the word of God. And that's what God wants us to do. Be responsible for the word going out to the ends of the earth. You don't know who's going to pick it up. I had no idea that I'd be preaching in Zambia. Really? Yeah. Denmark. Uh-huh. Russia. Mm-hmm. Ireland. So when you go and you give me a thumb up on YouTube, now remember, I, I, I do not participate in AdSense. I don't want you to give me a thumbs up because I'm making money. Because everything here we pay for out of my pocket. I'm fully retired, but God is enabling me to pay it out of my pocket. That's why a lot of things we don't do because I don't have the money to do it. But for right now, God is seeing how faithful I'm going to be, and I'm going to continue to be faithful. Yeah, I could take that $39 a month. 
I will have compassion. So then, it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that showeth mercy. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore, hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will, he hardeneth. Thou wilt say then unto me, Why doth he yet find fault? For who hath resisted his will? Nay, but, O man, who art thou? that repliest against God. Shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Hath not the potter power over the clay, of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor, and another unto dishonor? What if God, willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory on the vessels of mercy, which he had afore prepared unto glory, even us whom he hath called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles. As he saith also in Osi, I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, which was not beloved. And shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, Ye are not my people, there shall they be called the children of the living God. Isaiah also crieth concerning Israel, Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. For he will finish the work, and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, Except the Lord of Sabaoth had left us a seed, we had been as Sodoma, and been made like unto Gomorrah. What shall we say then? That the Gentiles which followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Wherefore, because they sought it not by faith, but as it were, by the works of the law. But they stumbled at that stumbling stone. As it is written, behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone and rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Amen, amen, amen. Oh, that chapter speaks clearly for itself. But I will go in and do a little comment on it. You know, we look today around the earth and man is doing his own thing. And when you try to tell them about the kingdom or about the ecclesia or about Jesus Christ himself, it becomes an offense to them. They don't want to hear it. Now, the writer of this chapter said that he would give up his life so that his people would understand who Jesus was. That's what he was saying. Because they did not understand. Jesus came. The Bible said he came to his own, and his own knew him not. They would not accept him. 
today, and this is not a anti-Semitic message. This is a message to all of us, anybody in the world. I don't care whether you're Jew, Gentile, Indian, Russian, or whoever. Hallelujah. To most people, Jesus, the Son of God, the one who came and died for our sins, the one who restored the kingdom of God, that is the one who has become a stumbling stone to the Jews, to the Russians, to everybody in the world except that remnant. God told Abraham that his seed was going to be as many as the sand. But that was going to be that remnant from that seed, which means, hallelujah, that so few of them will be saved. He said that was going to be that remnant of the seed, hallelujah, that was going to be saved. Now, that remnant of his seed, which are many, just as many, or as many as the sand on the sea. That's a lot of people, y'all, but there's only a remnant of it that's going to be saved. When I read that this morning, I had to thank God that I'm one of the remnants. And if you have received Christ in your life, then you are one of the remnants. You see, I love the Jewish people. I really do. But they are still looking for a Messiah. They're trying to build this temple. They're trying to do this peace agreement. And they don't get, if they go back in the Bible, they don't get that that peace agreement is not what God wants. He wants a one-state solution, everybody coming together, not a two-state solution. Now, I know a lot of y'all out there don't know y'all, listen to the news, they're trying to make a peace agreement. But uh, I'm here to tell Pastor, well, not Pastor, uh, President Trump, that it's not the agreement that God was talking about. The agreement that God is talking about, if you go to Matthew 24, that's the agreement that's going to cause all the changes. This peace agreement that they got is not going to do any good. It might cause a war. But the peace agreement that the Antichrist, whoo, the son of perdition that Matthew 24 talks about, who's going to go up in this third temple that they're so anxious to build. Uh-huh. He's going to stand up in there and he's going to proclaim himself as God. And we all know that he is not the Savior. He is the Antichrist, the son of perdition, a reincarnate of Satan. But see, the Jewish people don't see that. They're standing trying to build this temple, build the temple, build the temple, build the temple. And they don't get what's going to happen as soon as they build it. I'm going to go into a little bit of it, but you need to read this and do your own research. So you're going to be amazed at what you find out. See, we Gentiles, or we Americans walking around every day, we don't understand what's going on. Because nobody ever taught you. You hear the news and you hear about the Jews trying to build a temple. You have no idea what's going on. It's like who does. But go back to your Bible and find out what's about to happen. And then you will understand. 
I'll bring some more back. But for today, just know this. If they build that temple, they're going to be sorry. Yes, it's going to happen. We already know that. And that's when that son of perdition, that Antichrist, amen, that incarnated human being, and there's a lot of other things that the Bible says about him. But the thing about it is that he is going to step up in there. And he is going to proclaim himself God. But isn't that what Satan wanted to do all the time? Isn't that what the whole Garden of Eden thing was? The fall in the Garden of Eden? Because he said before he was kicked out of heaven, that he would exalt his throne above the throne of God, he's still trying to do the same thing. He hasn't got any new tricks. He's still trying to do the same thing. So he's using mankind to set up a third temple. The Jews want their third temple. Oh, they want it so bad. One got arrested the other day, Rabbi Yehuda Glick got arrested the other day for praying on the temple. Now, this man has been praying on the temple for a long time. Every Tuesday, he goes to the Temple Mount to pray. There's no building there yet, but he goes to the Temple Mount to pray. On this particular day, he had two officials here from Newport News, and the police went to arrest him, saying that he was walking too slow. The guy is older. Of course he's walking slow. Whoever heard of anybody being arrested for walking too slow? Anyway, I have my um, idea of what happened there, too. Ironic that two American, I think it was congressmen or whatever they were, were there. And that's how that news report got out. Because otherwise, that news report would not have gotten out. And they did that idly so that President Trump can hear it. For some reason, they think President Trump is a be-all and do-all. But I'm here to tell him I love the man, and I'm glad we have him as a president, but he is not God. So stop looking to him and look to God, because God is his owner. God is his Lord. God is his king. Amen? He's just an under-shepherd. That's all he is, a human being. He can do nothing in and of himself. Yeah, go ahead. Say what you want to say. Give me the comments or whatever. But I'm going to tell you the truth about the thing. They are looking for him to stir things up and to build that new temple. And they are going to be so sorry. But see, they want to go back to having sacrifices and things like they did before. They're looking for the Messiah because they know somewhere inherently in him or them, they know that he's coming back. And yes, he is coming back a second time. That is the truth. But he's not coming back for them to go back into the same thing they came out of. Jesus shed his blood once and for all so that they wouldn't have to kill bulls and doves and goats and sheep and whatever else they killed back there to shed the blood and Sprinkle it over the all. No. All that was done when Jesus hung on that cross and shed his blood for us. Amen. Whether you be Jew 
not desire the blood of bullocks or red calves or red cows or whatever they are. He does not desire that. God does not desire that. does not cover your standing. Hallelujah. You have to, by faith, believe that God sent his son to this earth to shed his blood once and for all. They did not kill him. He gave up the kill. But on the cross, he asked the Father to forgive the world, for they know not what they do. On the cross, he gave up the ghost. He stepped out of that body. They did not kill him. When they came to give him the final blow, he was already gone out of that body. That body was dead, but that spirit was yet alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And to all of you out there who are still waiting for the Messiah, guess what? You killed them on Calvary. Whoever you are, you killed them on Calvary. But guess what? He's coming back. And when he comes back, mm, the Bible says every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. They're going to weep, the Bible says, because they're going to realize that the one that they killed was the one who could have delivered them over 2,000 years ago. Uh-huh. He could have solved the problem then, but they would not receive him. They would not accept him. They said, crucify him, crucify him. And that's what happened. But like I said, he was 10 steps ahead of them at all times. They didn't kill him. He left out of his body. He gave up the ghost. That spirit of his left that body. And he went on to do what he had to do. The Bible says, he that knew no sin became sin for our sin. Who is our? All of us. Every Jew that hated him. Mm-hmm. Every Gentile that didn't even know about him. Amen? Well, then those days was only Jew and Gentile. I don't care whether you're Russian or Iranian or Iraqi or Arabian or... Indian or Korean or Zambian and, and whatever. If you were not Jew, then you were Gentile. Amen. But God, when Jesus came down here to die on that cross, his body created one new man. And that one new man, if you choose to accept, is called redeemed. Because the Bible said without the redemption, mm, without the shedding of blood, there can be no redemption of sin. Amen? And all you have to do is accept that salvation is free. Salvation is so easy. You, I mean, you would literally stumble over if you came upon it. So know this, that stumbling Block, that rock of offense that makes so many of you cringe if somebody say the name. You go immediately, oh, well, we don't say that name here. We don't pray in that name. What? When God sent his son called Jesus and he gave up his life for you, he shed his blood for you, and you don't want to call that name, but 
if you're listening, guess what? Jesus, 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 Jesus. I'm going to call that name because I know who he is. He is the one who shed his blood for my redemption. He is the one who gave me, hallelujah, eternal life in Jesus Christ. He is the one that when the rapture and knows that's not the second coming. That is a coming, but that's the, mm, thank you, Jesus. That's the one that's called her part, though. Look in the Greek language, you'll find it, and you'll find out what it is. That's the one where he said he's coming as a thief in the night, and if you're not ready, you're just going to be left. And you're going to have to experience his tribulation, and you're going to have to experience the wrath of God. I choose not to. You make a choice. Don't let that rock call Jesus be an offense to you. Accept him. Know that he is, and he is the only one. He is the one, hallelujah, that have provided redemption for you. And all those that run to that rock, all those, hallelujah, that go to the cross, hallelujah, all those that believe in him by faith shall be saved. Are you part of the redeemed? Are you part of the remnant in the last day? Because if you're not, I don't care how righteous you think you are, because that's what happened with the Jews. They were depending on their righteousness and all their blooded mess, killing whatever, and sprinkling on the people for the remission of sin when God provided a better way. He provided his son. Like I said, this is not an anti-Semitic I love the Jewish people because I know what's going on. They have a veil over their face. They can't see right now. And some, by faith, have accepted Jesus Christ. So they are now out, and they are part of the remnant. But most of them, no, they have not received Jesus Christ. They are God's people, and he loves them. And they will see him. But when they see him, they're going to weep because they're going to know that, oh, my God, that's the one we tell. You know what? They will find out. But for right now, let us pray that God will open more of their eyes. That's why I'm preaching this sermon. This sermon is exactly to my Jewish brothers and sisters. God is getting ready to come back. But when you hear that um, so many people are missing, know that it is not a spaceship. Know that it's not a mass murder. So if you got a mass murder, you got a lot of bodies. If you don't see no bodies, then guess what? You know the rapture has occurred. But let me tell you one thing. Let me give you a warning. You will see him. Because every eye shall see and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. When he comes with that vesture on and that white horse. And that's a whole other story. But there are two white horses. One is fake and one is real. But you will know Jesus when he comes, my Jewish brother. But he's going to one that has his vesture written down. It, King of King and Lord of Lords. You're going to know him. You're going to recognize him. It's something in you that's going to automatically, the whole world will recognize him, and the whole world will fall down and worship him. Amen? 
And at that time, he will take over. The Messiah will come. Hallelujah. But he does not want your animal's blood. He does not want your righteousness. He wants faith. He asks us, when I come, will I find faith? Amen. What kind of faith? You ask? Faith in him. Faith to know that he is the Messiah. Because he is the only one and true Messiah. Not the Antichrist who's going to stand up in the temple and proclaim that he is God. Not the Antichrist who's going to sign a peace agreement, but the peace agreement that the one Trump has is not the one. The peace agreement is between the Antichrist and the people. That's the one you want to look out for. Amen? I don't think this one that Trump and Kirchner has is going to do any good. It may cause a war. But the peace agreement that you're looking for is the one that the Antichrist is going to sign. And see, that's the one that he is going to have the peace to sign. Yes, there will be peace and safety for a moment. Yes, it will. But then, second destruction, because he's going to turn on you. Thank you, Lord. He is going to turn on you. See, oh, my goodness. I got to tell the truth, y'all. Amen. I know most of y'all may not want to hear it, but I got to tell the truth. Be careful what you hear out here. Go in the Bible and read it for yourself. If you've got the Holy Ghost in you, he is going to lead and guide you to all truth. Even though King James changed a few little words in there, the Bible is still the Bible. And the Holy Ghost will lead you into the truth. He will give you the right thing. Amen. You don't have to know Jew and Greek. Holy Ghost will give it to you. He knows every language in the world. Amen. Go to the Bible and read the Bible. Go listen to this over again and read the ninth chapter of Romans. And you'll find out about that rock of offense. Don't let him be a rock of offense to you. He is your Savior. He is the one who redeems you. When you give your life to him, when you by faith say, Lord, forgive me for my sins. Come into my life, hallelujah. Fix it. I believe, Father, that your son is the Messiah. I believe that Jesus came to die for my sin, and I receive him into my heart. When you do that, then you are then one of the redeemed, one of the true descendants of Abraham. Because Abraham received him by faith. He's called the father of faith. Amen. That rock did not offend him. Because he didn't meet the rock at that time. He met him later on. But that's another story for another time. But you hear all this stuff out there. Don't be moved by. Go in the Bible and find out what the Bible says about it. Find out the truth for yourself. The Bible says know the truth and the truth will make you free. Amen. Not set you free, but you're not supposed to be under bondage. But the truth will make you free. When you know the truth, then you'll listen to that stuff and just shake your head and say, Lord, save them. For they know not what they say. Amen. This is Reaching the Magic Media Ministry. And you've been listening to Evangelist Portia Mike Iver today, along with Sister Stephanie Pritchett. We bid you adieu for right now, and we'll be back tonight for our nightly prayer and scriptures. But know this. You hear those people? This 
agreement they got. It may cause a war, but this is not the agreement that is in Matthew chapter 24. Go over there and look for yourself. That's an agreement between the Antichrist and the people. That's after the rapture, because after the rapture, the world, uh, let me stop. I'll come back next Wednesday with that, okay? Love you all. God loves you too. Let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. We glorify your name. Hallelujah, because you are worthy to be praised. Lord, I'm about to warn your people because they are going into the untruth, Lord. This agreement, no, this is not the one. This is going to cause a war, but this is not the agreement that the Bible talks about between the Antichrist and the world. Amen? It's not the agreement between Palestine and Israel. This one is between the Antichrist and the world. Just after the rapture. Some of your people need to know the truth because the news is not telling the truth, but they can't tell it if they don't know it. Hallelujah. They can't tell it if they don't have the Holy Spirit dwelling in them. Lord, we thank you. We glorify your name. And thank you for using these two vessels. Hallelujah. To cry loud and stir not, Lord. We thank you for restoring your kingdom, Lord. Hallelujah. There's a lot of mess that needs to be cleaned up. But, Lord, you're doing it through your people. Hallelujah. You're doing it. Lord, we ask you to bless our president and all of those that are around him. Hallelujah. Bless, hallelujah, and keep our government safe. Lord, bless the people in China. Heal them. This coronavirus, Lord, do away with it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Kill it. Let them find patient zero so that they will know exactly what to do with it. People are dropping their tailing on like flies. But, Lord, you know what is going on. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Lord, you know this is not an anti-Semitic sermon, hallelujah, or teaching. I'm trying to wake people up because people are going the wrong way, and nothing but the enemy taking them the wrong way so that they will be surprised, so that they will be left behind because that is his goal. He wants as many people down here for your wrath as he can get because he knows that most of them who experience your wrath are going right into the lake of fire with him, and that's his whole goal to get as many people destroyed as he can. But, Lord, today I say not so in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We pray and we believe your name and your word, Lord. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks. We love you all. Like I said, I wasn't going to be here long. And, yeah, I did cut it off at the right there. I'll come back with that next week. But I want to explain some stuff with you or to you about this whole thing. I've got sermons here on my YouTube and everywhere else about the rapture, but I, I need to get this to you, and it's an urgency in my spirit to get it to you. And I don't know when it's going to occur, but I want you to understand so you won't be left behind. Love you all. Have a great day. Thank God for this new day. Have a good day. Amen. Bye-bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.